You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So are you like one of those goth kids now? Yes, I just I, I lay on top of the graves and eat my lunch every day. Yeah? No. So you do, do you, I noticed, are you putting more like black eyeshadow on or <laughs> black lipstick? No, I just really like spending time in graveyards. Yeah. Yeah, that's a They're little beautiful. weird. They're beautiful. I mean, here well, yeah. in Portland, there are a ton of gorgeous graveyards, and I happen to live kind of near one. Do you listen to like a lot of Marilyn Manson? Is Marilyn Manson goth? <laughs> I don't know what is goth anymore. What I don't counts? know if Marilyn Ma- Manson's goth. Well, you would know. Maybe you can inform us. Okay. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We appreciate it greatly. Of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe and subscribe to the live stream of Fun Employment Radio, where you get to hear all of the amazing programming on this network for six ninety nine a month. The first $6.99 week is free. a month, you say? Absolutely. Plus, you get access to the live chat and the archives, where now Sarah's ringtone has been placed for your downloading oh, pleasure. Oh, God. You know what? I still can't actually figure out how to change my ringtone, so it's still that one, but it's on silent right now. So screw any of you guys that are trying to call me now because it is on silent. That is awesome. I love the fact that you don't know how I to I don't know it. how to change it. Oh, this is a double bonus for I me. Know, so I know. So I'm just going to change it to some like irritating like shrill ring or something. Double bonus no, points for me. But as I was spending time in the graveyard this morning, I was listening to The Cure. It's true. To the cure. To the cure, because it was all foggy, and like the leave was like, there was just like this blanket of fog over this like you know this really beautiful graveyard, and like there are all these different like the leaves are all changing different colors and stuff. So is the cure goth? I d- I've never went through a goth phase. So I, don't I don't really think know. That's goth. I mean, I listen to like typo negative because it's. I think badass, that's isn't that goth? I don't know if that counts. I'm saying that's like you all would like probably know. Typo negative is amazing. It's the perfect fall music. Well, then that's totally goth, I think. No, no, I don't think so, because I don't want to be labeled as a goth kid. I was, I was never a goth guy. Hmm. I, ne- I never put on, like, black lipstick or anything like that. I don't think you have to wear black lipstick in order to appreciate that kind of, you know, that kind of music, that kind of lifestyle. Uh, I think Tegapo Negative is more goth than The Cure. There's some hot chicks that, well, they don't go to the shows anymore. You know, uh, Peter Steele, rest in peace. But... <laughs> Uh, okay, so and it's being noted in the live chat that um, that the cure is not goth. No, I, so. d- I don't think it is, but I do like it because it's just I, I love Robert Smith's voice. I love how like dark and like sad that it is, mm-hmm. and it, it's just all this, like grandiose, you know, sad layers of instruments looking at. Well, guess. then now I'm torn once again because I was planning on going as Robert Smith from the Cure for Halloween. Now I think I may have changed it again for like the 18th time to okay. where now I'm thinking. So our buddy Tristan is going as. Fat Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So if you haven't seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in like the sixth season, actually the character, the, I can't remember the actor's name, like Robert something. Uh, McElhenney or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So the guy who actually plays the character Mac in It's Always Sunny decided that it would be funny, like in life, to be super fat for his like, yeah. for the for the following season. So yeah, like, he put on like 80 pounds or something like that just just for the whole character. I remember they wouldn't even, uh, they wouldn't even fund him insurance. The uh, the company wouldn't. He had yeah. to get his own insurance instead of because FX wouldn't pay for it for him to gain all of this weight. Because it just was for extremely the unhealthy, by the way. Oh yeah, extremely <laughs> unhealthy. And so yeah, he put on all of this weight. And Tristan is going as Fat Mac, which is what he's called on the show. I uh, I think I might go as Charlie. <gasps> I think I might go as Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Charlie Day because it kind of fits in with a little bit of method thing because uh, Charlie huffs paint all the time. So I can just have like silver paint on my face, and I can have uh, I have a stuffed cat with kittens with mittens and if you watch the 
show, it'll make a lot of sense. If you don't, <laughs> I'll still just look ridiculous, and I can walk around in um, basically in what like, are you long underwear, wear? long underwear, and uh, and a ridiculous shirt, and then like big like. Like uh, big, like puffy uh, boots. You know, I just had the best idea. Hmm. You should get our friend Kyle to dress like Danny DeVito. You should get him to dress like Frank. Oh, he would be a good. <laughs> he Frank. would be an awesome. He Frank. would be a good Frank. <laughs> yeah, do your Charlie voice. You have to do your Charlie voice. Uh, I don't know. See, I need to watch more. I need to watch more of You've it. You've watched all of it. Yeah, multiple times. You know your Charlie voice. You got get up. You gotta like get. Well, all... basically, I just have to yell about everything, and then I have to yell about the rats in the basement, and then I have to. Maybe you gotta yell about wanting food. a delicious milk steak. Oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and jelly I'll beans. take your finest milk steak, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically along those lines. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> you have to have like a block of cheese to gnaw on too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'm a. So you're not going to do Robert Smith anymore? No, I don't think I'm going to do Robert Smith now. Okay, I'm debating. Well, then I'm not helping you with Charlie. I was willing to help you with Robert Smith. Best of luck to you. Okay. All right. Well, I'll think about it. Well, anyway, that is something that uh, that I am thinking about uh, because it will also go along the lines of, of huffing paint of uh, how I am. I believe something's going on where I'm losing some memory because we delayed the start of the show just a little bit because of the fact that I once again left the lights on on my truck. I have lost all ability to regulate myself in turning things off. I've I've left the burner on four times in the last week and a half, and on top of that, now I um I also left the lights on in my truck, so my truck oh, is dead in the. Oh God, your truck is already dead. Yes. Now I have not left the burner on on the stove. I did fix that problem. The my truck is dead in the. You're gonna have to give me a jump after the show. Oh well, good luck to that because I can't even get into the parking lot because of the window washers, and so there aren't any parking spots in there. Oh yeah, that's true. So if you are listening to this show, uh, well, however you're listening, you are listening whether it's a podcast or live. If at some point you hear a lot of loud sounding like uh, we're getting sprayed with a water hose, that is because they're washing the windows today at our at our studio building. So we don't know at any point during the show that could come by. We'll carry on through it just so you know if that does happen. Yes. Just so if you hear a, it's possible in the background. It's possible. It could be possible. It's possible. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So, yes, I, I left the lights on on my truck now. I've left the stove on four times in the last week. What is wrong with on. you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what is going on. Are you still, like, sleeping okay? Are you not sleeping? I mean, I'm sleeping okay. Um, yeah, there's been some, you know, there's there's the usual stuff that goes on at the house. The, the meth heads are back active again. Mm-hmm. The neighbor meth heads. Well, sure, because we have, like, this is, is this still what you consider an Indian summer? I don't think you're allowed to say you're that. You're allowed to say Indian summer. I don't summer. know if you're allowed to say that. That sounds very, uh, very... I no, I think know. we've talked about That's what it's called. Uh, I don't know. You're sounding a little bit uh, dominant there. No, I don't but know what, you're what I'm to saying do. is yesterday I was sitting outside at like 6 p.m. and I was in a t-shirt and shorts. Um, I believe Native Americans experience the same summer that we do. So I don't um, think it's really a lot That's what different. it's called when it's still warm and Aye, it's not supposed boy, to be Boy, I don't okay. know. I just want to make sure that we separate this. Uh, that is the Sarah side that is saying this, not me. So I just want to make sure that that's clear. Whatever. That's clear. Well, anyways, it's it's un- unseasonably warm. Yes, it is right now. Yes, which is perfect for for meth head activity because mm-hmm. they have picked back up. Of course, my my next door neighbors are a it's a coven of meth heads or what do we call it a scab of meth heads, and they've acted up. Although I did realize something yesterday. So so I went and met up with uh, former roommate Ryan for a little bit, and on the way back. There's the there's the blonde meth head neighbor. She's not she doesn't live there, but she's one of their their little. Uh, their oh, ladies. she the one that's a, the additional one. She's not the queen meth head. No, she's a newer one. She was the one that was trying to set up Tarp City in their backyard while um while attached affixing it to my fence. Mm-hmm. And I had to go out and basically sternly tell her no. I kind of yelled at her, and she she scampered away and didn't do it. I think she might be 
afraid of me. So what? So what have so you done my, to make a meth my, girl afraid of here you? Here is here is how I'm I'm justifying this. So. On my way home last night, she was out front because they're very active. Whatever they're doing over there right now, there was a whole group of them running in and out of the house and carrying metal all around and pouncing up and down the street. And the uh, the blonde girl was was standing out there, and she looks she looks like maybe you know fifteen years of meth ago. She so, might have been attractive. All right, tell me this. So if I'm looking at a Faces of Meth poster, and there's picture one uh-huh. of what she looked like at the beginning, right? And then there's picture ten of the scariest of meth. Like this is what she looks like now. Don't ever do meth. One through ten. What picture is she at? I would put her right in the middle. I put her about a five. A five or six? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All I, right. I put her at five or six. You know, definitely you can see the the what it's what it's done, but you can still see remnants of what at one point was So you're saying probably, they're still going back? Like uh, she could maybe, if she stopped right maybe, now. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure if she could go back. Mm. But I'm saying perhaps she, you can see the remnants of it. At one point in her life, she was probably a pretty young lady. Mm. But, you know, I have no idea how old she is because you can't tell in meth years. So I don't really know. But anyway, uh, so I was, I was walking back and she was outside and she saw me coming from about a block away because, of course, I always have my eyes on that house when I'm walking back to my house. You just walk by and stare at the house? On, on across the street. I don't mm-hmm. usually cross onto their side. But she saw me, and she sat there and stared at me for a minute until I got like in full range where she could really understand who it was. And she saw me, and she turned around, and she ran into the house. She scampered? She scampered into the house. You caused a girl to scamper. Even more than a scamper, it was almost a run. It a typical Saturday night. Where we've gone to now. So <laughs> she she scampered back into the house and like clearly because of me, she saw me and ran back into the house. Now, do you think it's just because you were just a person or do you think it's because she actually knew who you were, that you were the, the, guy, the mean neighbor that always like tries to ruin their meth party? Well, here's why I think it had something to do specifically with me because I got home, uh, my roommate David got home a little bit after that and... He straight up told me, he's like, oh, yeah, that blonde girl next door, she she tried to say hi to me uh, as I was walking by, but like in a really weird like, hey, hey, which to her is probably saying hi, I don't really know, or hi, I'd like to get to know you. But in meth speak, it was, hey, hey, and uh, he he said he said hello and walked on by because he had a he had a case of beer in his hand, he said, so he wasn't sure whether that was like a mating call for her or what was going on. It might have been. Might have been. Those were like, that's like a bouquet of roses to her. But this is what I'm saying. Since the fact that she she stayed and said hi to him, she ran away from me. So it makes me wonder now, as much as I talk about my neighbors, I wonder if they talk about me. Like, am I a point of conversation in them? Does she does she run in and tell them that I'm the scary neighbor next door? Like, is she afraid of me? I don't think that she's afraid of you. I but think why did she run from me? You're getting like a little... Uh, I think that you're thinking that they talk about you more than they probably do. I mean, I'm glad that you're that you're thinking that you're special and that you're standing out to them in their world. You are no, not. No, I made, don't care. You are not made of copper wire. Well, it's true. You don't have anything to offer to them. I don't think that you exist to them. You're well, just a nuisance. I exist enough that she ran away from me, that mm. she was scared of me. And all I did to this girl was I. she was uh, you know, hammering stuff into my fence, and I told her to stop that in so many words. Probably a little more strongly than that. I didn't use a whole lot of profanity, but did I... Did you use profanity? Um... No, I don't think so. I don't think I did. I but I, I was even. It was even worse than that. Worse than somebody using profanity. I did this straight up stern. You need to take that off of there right now. Like it was along those lines. Okay. And so it was enough. It was enough for her that she scampered off her ladder and ran away that time. And then she's running away from me now. I'm afraid. I, I, well, I'm not really afraid. Don't I'm just be afraid. Curious. I'm not afraid, but I'm curious. 
is she afraid of me? And do they talk about me? And if so, what do they say about you me? You are so self-involved. No, but what do they say? Because I talk about them all the time. What are the methods saying about me? Because I don't care. I'm just curious. Hmm. I don't know. What do you do that would be threatening to them besides, you know, call the cops on a daily basis? Yeah, I call the cops. I I suppose in their world. See, I'm trying to see things from a different perspective is what I'm trying That's to do. That's so big of you. In the meth. It is. It is. And thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> uh, in the in the meth head world, what community, do they see Greg, me as? Like, how do they see me? Because obviously I'm not one of them. I'm not a meth head. Well, quite honestly, I bet they kind of see you as a threat because you haven't moved out. They haven't scared you away. Yeah, they don't scare me. I mean, me. you've been what? You've been like eight years strong at this house? Yeah, pretty much. And you have not budged an inch. Every time they try to get away with something, you always shut it down right. immediately. I stand up for myself. You do stand up for yourself. And, you know, when you do, I know you don't do it very often, but when you have folks over, I mean, like, we'll all be in the backyard blasting music and, you know, laughing and really loud and stuff. So maybe they also see that you have a big social network uh-huh. that if they did mess with you... And, you know, some of our some of our friends are also, like, kind of bigger and beefier, too. Like, they look... Because they're not, like, whittled... Bigger and beefier. But I'm saying, like, they're not who's, whittled who's, by meth. Who are you calling bigger and beefier? I don't like Like, Tristan or, like, Tuggy. Like, they, they look like they could beat the shit out Wait, of somebody. Are you saying that I don't look intimidating? Like, my physical stature isn't enough? Do you want me to answer that question? What? I got, I've got muscles. You're saying that I'm not intimidating. You're saying that they're, they would not be afraid of me physically. But they would be afraid of Tristan and Tuggy, but not me. And Keelan. And Keelan too. Okay, and Keelan too. But I apparently am not enough. And Aaron, you don't see me. And and probably Ryan. So what? What are you saying? What are you saying and Scott about Dally, me? He's really tall. What are you implying about my physical presence then? I'm saying that I don't you don't think, think that I could handle myself if it came down to it. I don't think that your physical stature is the intimidation factor with the meth heads. I think they know that you're quick on the. Quick on the on the non-emergency police dialing. <laughs> I think they think you're squirrely. I am squirrely. I can be squirrely. I don't think that they think that if you got, if one of those big cement-headed meth heads came at you, like, hoo, 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 I think that they think that they could probably take you. I'm not being meaning to demand you. <sighs> Emasculate me? Yes. This is what, pretty much what you're doing. You're saying basically everyone else in the social circle that you know of pretty much every male that you can name is more intimidating than I am well doesn't it's you know it's not your fault they're all bigger than you well height doesn't matter I didn't name Nate I didn't say that Nate would intimidate them no Nate's smaller than me I am uh, this is really kind of shattering my self-image a little bit I'm not gonna lie I what does everybody look at you, me that way? No, no, no. But I think that you scare them, but in a in a way that differently than how you think it is. Like I don't think that you physically are going over there like trying to strong arm. I don't think that makes them nervous. I think it makes them nervous how determined you are mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm you tenacious. Know, you're tenacious. You're scrappy. Yes. But wait, but but if it came down to it, no. you know, I could I could handle myself a no. little bit. No, I'm quick. I'm quicker than them. That's my advantage. That's not you fighting. That's you being faster than them. Well, yeah. <sighs> So, so you'd run away faster than they could hit you? That's going to be your... That's the big show. No, I run circles around them. Kidney punches. That's that's my go-to move. Kidney punch. That always takes somebody down. That's how you take down the big guys. That's what worked in karate when I was in that. Kidney punch the big dudes. Wow. I was the kidney punch expert when I was in karate. As a kid, that was, that was like my go-to move. So you could get points by... Uh, 
by, by running around someone. You couldn't hit him in the back, but you could hit him in the kidney. What? So that was my that was my go to. Oh, move. you grew up in the yeah in the country. I well, forgot. no, this was when I was different in, rules. This was when I was in karate, like in tournaments and stuff. That was that was my go to move. Was I I'd squirrel around him and pop him in the kidney and then get a point. And then, Do you really think that somebody who is consistently doing meth twenty four hours a day is going to feel your kidney punches? He's like, all right, I can't do much. I'm going to run around in circles, and then I'm going to punch your kidneys. <laughs> so, essentially, yeah, Tristan's saying in the chat, I bet they assume he has one dialed. Or 911. <laughs> dialed on his phone already whenever they see him. So, is that pretty much what they look at me as? Like, I'm the guy that'll... I mean, I'm not, I don't really care that much. Well, Greg, if you want it, just blanket statement. Yes, I'm, I'm sure they perceive you as a threat. We don't need to go into what kind of threat. They, they perceive you as a threat. There you go. But nobody else sees me as a threat, physically. I'm not a commanding presence. I mean, I'm sure children and that mentally handicapped guy that you chased off your front porch who was stealing your newspaper. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they were scared. Wow. I, I disagree with this. I think there are plenty of uh, people, especially ladies, that see me as a commanding physical presence. Mm-hmm. This is how it works in my mind, and I need to maintain that. Sure. You're messing this up. Sure. You're messing this up. Well, the girl's afraid of me anyway. <laughs> the See, little Greg, blonde meth head girl's terrified. <laughs> you were of able me. to intimidate the little teeny tiny <laughs> blonde meth head girl. Well, all right. Yeah, Charlie's perfect for you. <laughs> by the way, for a Halloween. I think costume. it'll be a great Halloween costume. That that fits. I think I'll pull that off that pretty fits. good. Well, what else is going on? So you had some. Uh, so there's some. There's some movement next door. Uh, yeah. Oh, Edwards in the chat asking, would Lisa be afraid of? Greg, Lisa would if that's who you're referring to of play anything. No, no. Uh, Lisa, Lisa scares me. I would not mess with Lisa. Lisa's fantastic. <laughs> She's awesome. I would not want to piss Lisa off. And no way, huh? No, and Lisa doesn't get like like mean mad ever. No. I mean, unless someone no, she does. Unless yeah, someone's I mean. wronged that wronged her, or wronged someone she cares. That's about. That's what I mean. It would take a lot to push her. I would her not to want that. to be on the receiving and end of that. And if you pushed her to where she was actually angry, no way would I want any part of that. No, because you'd have to push her so far. That oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. No, I will back out of that one. All right. So there we go. Yeah, I won't fight a girl. That's pretty much what I just said. <laughs> oh yeah, Lily Lily can be intimidating too. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. This is I'm just finding out a lot about myself. You're right just now. sounding really mad. Why don't you list all the girls you're afraid of, Greg? <laughs> Let's just do that right now. <laughs> oh well, this show just broke me down. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well what else happened? You seem a little discombobulated. Uh yeah, there's some other stuff at, I don't know you know I haven't been sleeping that well so so that that's I don't want to go into what, everything that's going on in the house there's what? there's there's other things happening at the house that what no 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 there's just things are what do you mean I mean I have the new roommate moving in which is awesome oh but, it's a time of oh but, it's a time of transition that's when things get a little wonky no, donkey do I'm tired of talking about all that stuff because Greg tis the been, season we've talked about this it's like Halloween's quickly approaching I spent the morning in a graveyard come on let's just let's 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 talk it out <sighs> come on okay now that you you really don't want to say it I want to know no because I fucking hate it it makes me sound like I'm insane this is what makes you sound It's all right, yes, because the because, past 20 minutes made you sound totally because, normal. Because there, I don't necessarily believe there's any... My house, some people think that it's haunted or that there's something going on in it. I've experienced some things. I can't explain it. I'm not saying it's a ghost. I'm not saying what it is. I'm saying there, you know, there's some, been some weird things. As of... When things have happened in the house, it does ten, tend to happen in the fall. It does tend to happen when there are... Changes in the house, changes in living status, changes in people, 
move, you know, moving in or out or mm-hmm. like roommate change or, you it know, always does when there's change. a period of transition. Period of transition. There we go. That's the way we can say it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there, there's. Greg looks very uncomfortable. What are you. Okay, what happened? Oh. I mean, it's not that big of a. Okay, this isn't acting, by the way. Greg hasn't told me what happened. What What is going on over there? He looks visibly uncomfortable. Okay, but I'm just. I'm trying not to. T- const- okay, so here's. This has happened the last two nights in a row. Um, I've been sleeping, and it'll be about two or three in the morning. That's when I always wake up for some reason, which is why I don't sleep that well. And uh, I'll, I'll wake up, and mm-hmm. um, so I live upstairs in the converted attic, and uh, you know, and there's there's stairs up to that, and there's a door door at the bottom of the stairs, and I always close that when I'm asleep. It's um, I wake up because I hear. Uh, <laughs> What? This sounds insane. I hear footsteps coming up the stairs. Oh, creepy as fuck. Ew. So that's what wakes me up because obviously there's nobody coming up to my room. There's there, it's just the the up the attic is just my room. So there's nobody coming up there. So there's no reason anyone would be on the stairs, which of course alarms me. And why I stand up and then I'll look there, be like who the hell's coming up my stairs right now? Because the, like the roommates like, don't come up there. Okay, that's you know? really freaky. And All they're right. asleep at that time at night and um, yeah, yeah, because it, you're like kind of shut off. It's like your own basic apartment. Like you shut that door and nobody comes in, right? Like at the bottom of your stairs. Yeah, yeah, and nobody would be coming up the stairs. Uh, David and Chris are not going to be coming upstairs to my room. Nobody goes up to my room. Quite honestly, it's it's nobody ever comes up to my room. No, it's just me. Or if I have a guest over or something like that, you know, occasionally I'll have a guest upstairs. But <laughs> <laughs> does it happen when you have a guest over? Uh, no. No, generally it doesn't. No. No, if I'm having a sleepover, no. Um, but that's not what's been happening this week. So there's, I don't know. I so I wake up and it's, it sounds like somebody's going up the stairs and then I'll sit Slowly there. Slowly or? Like. Walk, walk it up the stairs. So it's enough to where I wake up and I I sit there like. And it throws me off for a minute because I'm like, who, who the hell's coming upstairs? Who's coming upstairs? And I'll sit there and I'll stare and then I'll turn on the light and, um, you know, obviously there's nothing. And so I'll just kind of lay back down and then I'll just hear this. Are you sh- Like on the stairs. Uh, this was after you woke up and like when you were yeah. still awake, you heard that mm-hmm. afterward? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I, I really oh did hear this. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know that you're not kidding yeah. because I can see your face And right it's now. an old house, and the house creaks a lot. So maybe that's something to do with it. I don't know, but it's weird that it just happens that time in the middle of the night. And it's it's weird. Do you know, I'm yeah, how, many, do you know how many steps you have? Do you know? All right, how close uh, are you? I do, actually, because I, I had them cleaned not very long ago. Uh, it's like 13 steps. Maybe 13 to 15 steps. And let me ask. Okay, so I'm just asking clarifying questions. So from the bottom of your staircase to the top, is the door shut? Like is The is, door is at the bottom of the, the staircase. The door at the bottom of your stairs, is that closed? Yeah, that's closed. That's always closed. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm asleep, yeah. I, when you're I asleep, it. so you make yeah, sure. I close it when I go to bed. You yeah. close it when you go to bed. Yeah. And that can't be. It's not be, locked or anything, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's closed. Okay, so it wouldn't be like an animal was getting in and walking up the stairs. No, yeah. The, and the, then when you well, went to the check the animals, stairs. The two animals that live in the house, there's Leo the dog, and he's not going to be there for much longer because uh, Chris is moving out, but um, Leo's always in Chris's room or, or in his uh, 
in his, uh, what do they call those things? Not a pen, but you mm-hmm. know, you know, his, his crate. crate. Yeah. yeah, he's got a crate. And then there's the cat, but the cat will be in, in David's room. So the cat's not coming up the stairs. And the door's right. closed anyway. So. Yeah, so when you went to check the stairs after the first, did you go and check the stairs when it woke you up? Did I what? Did you go and check the stairs? No. Because <laughs> the door's closed. I know the door's closed. I don't know. I'm just saying. This has happened See, the past yeah, two you nights. You know what? This is one time where I'm gonna gonna even maybe side with Keith. He says so late at night when Greg is still sleepy, he hears noises he can't explain. I mean, yeah. So uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm saying it's enough to wake me up, and it's enough to where it keeps happening after I'm awake. Yeah. And is your door ajar, or do you keep it closed at the bottom of the stairs? No, the door is closed. The door is closed. The door is closed at the bottom of the stairs. When I go to sleep, the door is always closed. It's open during the day, but mm. it's always closed. And someone else is asking, if it isn't close to, like, the washer and dryer, is it your room? No, the washer and dryer is in the basement. Okay, so that's way far away from your room. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, two floors away from mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't hear that. Hear Amy in the chat says, it's just like the Smith song, the more you ignore her, the closer she gets. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Stay in a sip of coffee, damn it. I'll spit that out. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I'm just... There it you is. You look really kind of... Disturbed. Well, you, could you? It was one of those. It doesn't things, scare me. It doesn't scare you, or it no? Does. I mean, it doesn't scare me because I just it, the only problem for me is trying to explain what it is because I'm not I'm not hallucinating. I'm not, not like I'm. And you're not a good. Let's just or, say for the record, Greg is not a ghosty person. He's not just like like no. me, for example. Like I like to try and find you know supernatural stuff and everything. <laughs> Keelan is in the chat who used to live at the house and saying that. To, That's to you from Eunice, Greg. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Um, it was enough to keep me awake for a little while last night. That's it. That's all I can say. I would probably literally, and I not, not figuratively, literally shit myself if I heard footsteps coming toward my bed in the yeah. middle of the night. Oh, my God. Maybe See, again, I'm just so used to weird stuff in my house, like creaks. I mean, it's an old house, too, so it does have creaks. And, but it was you know. steady. But it was a steady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's enough to where it sounds like somebody's walking up the stairs. What yeah. the fuck? And, I mean... That makes me uncomfortable. I've, been, I've I lived in this house long enough. You know, I know the difference between somebody walking in the kitchen or somebody in the living room or, you know, a door being closed downstairs or something yeah, so like that. I, I know the difference. He's talking about how, you know, sometimes he stays in your basement. Like, if mm-hmm. we all go out and stuff, he says, I've never heard or seen anything when I crash in the basement. No, that's so weird because your basement is the creepiest part of your house. They don't think there's and anything And nothing ever the happens in the basement. The basement's fine. It's always mostly your... The only thing that's ever happened in that basement is when uh, I, the rats came in that one time. That part sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, oh yeah, and then the bumblebees nest. Yeah, that was so it's just no creatures. Land. So it's creatures in the basement, ghosts on the first and second floors. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah, maybe I need to move down to the basement. Uh, uh, so, well, yeah, I mean, I, I am saying, I will say, you know, you do have a new roommate moving in. It does make you sound crazy. Yeah, I know. I don't know if he listens to the show or not. He I may not fully understand exactly what to, what he's walking into. Yeah, but I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. No, he's a cool dude. Yeah, because he's moving into what was, what, once Keelan's room? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
And Keelan never had a problem. No. So it'll be fine. <laughs> I think this is just a you-specific thing. Once again, yeah. I don't think it might be the house being haunted. I think it might be a Greg Nog being haunted. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't think the ghost mess with, messes with uh, with black people. So it <laughs> should be okay. So you're just said, oh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, do you want to transition from that to a little bit of... Yes, please talk about somebody else's crazy and not mine. That's really creepy. We should totally have a seance party at your house on um, October nope. 31st. That's where the gateway, that's where the veil between our world and the, and the other world is the thinnest. I love that phrase. It's so creepy sounding. The veil is the thinnest on that Says day, the girl who's been hanging out in uh, cemeteries all day. Dude! If anyone, if you live in the Portland, uh, if, if you live in the Portland metro area or even around or if you're coming to visit, I highly recommend going to check out the Lone Fir Cemetery. It's on Southeast Morrison between like 20th and 26th. It is so beautiful and historical. It's, uh, it has graves dating back to, I think, like the 1700s or the early 1800s. And like you can find most of... Yeah, uh, 1800s. I- yeah. You can find most of the prominent, uh, like, Portland families and just mm. all kinds of things. There are all different sections. It's huge. I think it's the biggest cemetery in town. Yeah. it's uh, And it's just gorgeous. It is a fantastic cemetery, actually, any time of year. It, it is really cool to walk through and just see see everything in that place. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. It is funny. Um, just when we talk about, you know, graves being so old, you know, from the 1800s, I think there's a few people in there that were born in the 1700s but all died in, like, mid-1800s. Yeah. For, because we have, uh, I think... Uh, Otis is in the chat and he's from the Netherlands. That's so new. You know, <laughs> that's, that, that's not old. Yeah, that's not <laughs> old by European standards at all. Not even old by East East Coast standards. But, but for, for here it is. But for Portland standards. For Portland it is. All right. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, uh, it's being requested that I say something. We never had the Bane off! Shit! We gotta do it next week. Oh, that means I won. All right, uh, it's being requested that I say my... The rail of this world is the thinnest on Halloween night. No. That's right. No, that band voice is terrible. By the way, did you see that uh, he is being... Did you see what he just got cast as? No. Uh, what's his, What's that guy's name? Uh, hot guy who played Bane. I don't know. Hot guy who played Bane. Whatever, yeah. Whatever his name whatever is. Whatever his name is. What, what uh, is- he, he got cast to play... Elton John in the Elton John biopic that's coming out. Awesome. Yeah. W- I don't way know to about- show range. That's good. Yeah, he's also going to be the new Mad Max. Oh, I the can see that. Mad- yeah, I can see yeah. his Mad Max. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know how I see him as uh, as Elton John. Quite frankly, there's a situation where he's he's going to have to like skinny up quite a bit. He's going to lose lose some... He is quite the beefcake right now. I thought you were going to say he was in, he was going to be the new dude for Fifty Shades of Grey, which I've never read that book. But if he was going to get all no, that's the down dude. and naughty, then I would totally go. That's the that dude movie. from Sense of Anarchy. No, no, he's not doing it anymore. He's not Charlie Charlie Hoonan or yeah, we say his name. Yeah, he he quit. Oh, so it's somebody else that's doing it now. Huh? Who's doing it? I, I don't Actually, know. I, why am I asking? I don't give it. I, I was care. I was hoping that I, I was going. I was hoping you were going to tell me it was Tom Hardy. That's what I was hoping for. Tom Hardy. Tom. Hardy. Tom Hardy. Good day. That man's name. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Did I already say this? Welcome to my world. Oh, crazy. crazy. All right. First up, got a story out of Sweden. Thank you to listener Eric for sending this to me. A 65-year-old Swedish man has been acquitted. Of sexual assault after pleasuring himself on a beach in Stockholm. But the reason that he has been acquitted is the interesting part. I remember hearing about this 
uh, before when he when he got busted. Yes. Yeah. So he has been acquitted of sexual assault after pleasuring himself on a beach in Stockholm. So the district court tossed out the charges for the 65-year-old Swedish man on the grounds that since he wasn't looking at anybody while fondling himself, it wasn't illegal. <laughs> Apparently in Sweden, it is not illegal. Say it in a Swedish accent. I don't, I don't know how to do a Swedish accent. Say, say it like the Swedish Sweden. Apparently in Sweden. I don't know how to do Please it. Please tell me what you... No, I want to hear what no. your Swedish accent is. No. So apparently in Sweden, you can pleasure yourself in public as long as you are not focusing on a person while you're doing it. So How you just, weird is that? Is it that? just eye contact? Yeah. So since you uh, since you don't if you don't look at anybody while you're fondling <laughs> yourself, it's not an offense. I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking so at you. I'm not looking at you. It has been ruled that he committed no offense as he did not direct his activities toward any particular target. That's like the "I'm not touching you" argument that kids do. Like you know, if you want to mess with somebody, you just point your finger right next to them. I'm not touching you. Not touching you. Not touching you. Not touching you. Seems like something. I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. Stop it. All right. Uh, when uh, when prosecutors were asked if it was now uh, acceptable in public, it was said that indeed public fondling was okay as long as it's not directed toward a specific individual. So if you are listening in Sweden, there you go. But probably don't do that. Don't, don't, don't uh, do that. It's legal. There's precedence. Yeah, so is being topless in Portland. That doesn't mean everybody's running around without shirts on. But they should be. And I want to make sure that it's clear I'm a big advocate for, for ladies. You know, embrace your rights. Free the boobies. Even wrote a song about it. Okay. Next up, out of Illinois. Headline reads, He wanted to be homecoming queen, but now he's the belle of the ball in jail. A 55-year-old man, identified as Curtis J. Hutchings, was found in the parking lot of a Belleville East High School in Illinois wearing a bright pink dress and matching makeup. Now, this was homecoming night for the high school, and he just wanted to go to the dance. 55? 55-year-old man, Curtis J. Hutchings. Uh, Students noticed that the strangely dressed old man wearing full makeup and a pink fluffy dress uh, was standing next to a car that was parked in the lot and it was reported that he was believed to be involved in lewd conduct while next to the vehicle. What? Is this just all dudes? What kind of lewd conduct? It doesn't. It just says lewd in in parentheses lewd conduct. Was he looking at anyone though? I don't know if he was making eye contact or not but he was wearing a hot pink fluffy dress with matching makeup. Uh, When officers arrived at the scene they approached Hutchings and determined that he had absolutely no legal reason to be on school property. He had no excuse as to why he was dressed in the bright pink dress. Uh, they also verified that lewd conduct was, in fact, probably at play. Hutchings was arrested and charged with one count of public indecency. He is currently sitting in jail, although not in his dress anymore, on a $50,000 bond. Oh, he's going to be popular in there. P- very popular in his pretty pink dress. Maybe you just wanted one last chance to go to the prom. Or homecoming, I guess. This isn't prom season. Why would you want to go to a homecoming dance? I don't know. Don't people, like, have issues with that sometime if they, sometimes if they don't or go? If they didn't go? Yeah, did you go no. to your homecoming dances? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. But they were just, like, full of stress. Like, and then having to worry about... Yeah, yeah, it was, it was very stressful. Having to worry about, like, a dance boner? Uh, dance boner, you know. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, 
Yeah, well, I mean, if you if you do the slow dance and you got boobs on your chest, it was very. You've got boobs times. on your chest. Oh, you mean somebody else's boobs on your chest? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should have a fun employment radio prom at some point. Sure, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Next up, my favorite headline of the day. Greg, I thought of you. Greg, a new invention has been created. And it's fart filtering underwear. <laughs> Greg, this has just been created and it's fart filtering underwear said to neutralize the stink of when you pass gas. A British line of fart filtering underwear is doing big business and has the U.S. to to thank for it. The company's name is Shreddies. And a Shreddies spokesperson said, Americans are making up the majority of our sales at the moment. (laughs) Are we the gassiest country? We sure are. Since word about the odor-neutralizing Shreddies underwear has passed through the Internet, this just uh, came out a couple days ago, the company has experienced a 400% increase in orders overall, most from the States. Now, Greg, let me tell you how this works. Greg, Shreddies weaves a carbon cloth called Zorflex into its rear panel. Uh, It can squash the smell of, get this, not 100, not 150, but 200 times the average flatulence emission. Yeah, it's being noted, didn't they have something like this that came out before? No, those are perfumed underwear. Oh, that's right. No, I know my stories. I'm not going to say the same thing again. Come on. This is Shreddies, and it's it's the Zorflex in the real rear panel that keeps the sucker in. Yeah, but wouldn't you hear it anyway? Oh no, it's it's supposedly very padded. <laughs> well, Greg, if you want to get so they have this in both men's and women's. Got myself some padded underwear to suppress my farts. Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you won't smell a thing. Have some chili for dinner. Uh, well, shreddies are available for both men and women. Uh, men's boxer briefs, you can get these shreddies at, uh, cost between 39 and 45 American dollars. While women's undergarments are about 31 to 34. Are you going to get some? No, I'm not going to spend... If I had $34, I would not be spending it on underwear. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to buy anything from Amazon, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Click on the Amazon link and then purchase Sarah a pair of Please don't. fart-suppressing underwear. I'm okay. <laughs> Rick says, kneel before Zorflex. <laughs> Zorflex is an awesome No, it's fine. Name. You can't smell a thing. <laughs> Everything's good. Everything's no, you good. won't smell it. <laughs> and finally, out of San Francisco. Which, this seems like it would be a Florida man. But, uh, all right. Well, first of all, do you know what the BART is? Uh, it's like their San Francisco. Yeah, it's like their public transportation. Bay Area Rapid Transit or something like that. Wow, sure. Bay Area Rail Transit, something like that. All right, so basically it's their transit system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in San Francisco. All right. So a San Francisco man who was seen having sexual relations with a Bart seat was acquitted of indecent exposure charges, but was convicted of lewd conduct. So this man's name is Leslie Bailey. Let me tell you the story of Leslie Bailey. Leslie Bailey boarded a Dublin-Pleasanton-bound train at San Francisco's 16th Street Station. Now, what happened next was a little sexy. No. Uh, Once on board the mostly empty train, Leslie Bailey sat in a seat in the front, which was near the operator's cab. The BART operator testified that when she looked back to see if it was safe to close the doors, she noticed that Leslie Bailey had gotten out of his seat and got down on his knees 
thrusting his hips repeatedly into the seat that he was sitting on. (laughs) Leslie Bailey, who appeared not to notice the operator telling him to stop humping the seat, (laughs) continued to rub against the street until the train reached its next stop. He reportedly then ran off the train, then rushed back on board just before the doors closed. Bailey then walked back to his same special seat where he gyrated on his stomach with his feet dangling in the aisle. He went right back at it? He went right back to that same chair. I appreciate his... Uh, his zest for life. Well, yeah. You know, he's... He's, he's committed. He's like he's monogamous. Well, he's committed to getting the act finished. Like, he's he's not going to stop until everything's... I just wonder what he did of. when he got off the train and then left and then came back on. Like, was he just getting some air? Was he just taking a breath for a second? I don't know. Yeah. All right, so he rushed back on door, made it just before doors closed. He walked back to his same special seat, where he then began gyrating on his stomach while his feet dangled in the aisle. The operator testified that Leslie Bailey then rolled from his belly and appeared, uh, rolled from his belly to his side, oh. where he then exposed himself. You take and, a nap afterwards? And appeared to be masturbating and smoking crack cocaine simultaneously. What? He was doing both at once? He How was just that? in it to win it. I don't know how... Two hands, sm- Greg. No, but smoking crack don't... Don't I mean, you need a lighter? It's a pipe and, the- and a lighter, right? Isn't that how they do it? I don't know. This guy was able to manage smoking crack it and It said that he was masturbating and smoking cra- uh, crack cocaine simultaneously. It was then that this operator decided that she'd had enough. Like, seriously, this guy's been having sexual relations Wait with a chair a for now. two stops with other passengers on there, and as soon as she sees the crack cocaine, it's like, oh, no, 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 that's too far. So, you could have sex with the seat as much as you want, but you with the crack cocaine, that's finally when I'm going to call the police. That's a good point. Like, he's having sex with the chair, and all she cares about is, oh, get off, the, get off, Bart, get off the train. So how many times a day does that happen to where it's just know. not even a big deal to her anymore? I don't know. Well, she just leapt... She just kept letting him do it. And then when he left, got off the train and came back and continued to do it, the only time it was past the point of no return... Was when he was smoking the crack cocaine. So it was then when the operator decided to call the police of the one-man love fest. Uh, Leslie Bailey zipped up as they approached the next exit. Uh, He exited the train at the next stop. Um, He reportedly then walked up to the train operator's window, who had just reported him to the cops, apologized for smoking crack on the train, and begged her to let him back in to visit his seat on the BART. (laughs) <laughs> As he begged, Bailey's penis was partially exposed beneath his, his shirt. The bar- uh, operator told Bailey to leave. As he left, responding officers finally showed up and found a crack pipe in his possession along with his exposed penis. Uh, Bailey has been convicted of lewd conduct, but he was acquitted of his indecent exposure charges. So I guess the moral of this story is... is You can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want on the San Francisco BART system. Yeah. I'm thinking so. Just stay away from the crack. Just don't do the crack. You can you can make sweet, sweet love to your favorite chair. Wow. Don't do the crack. I still am confused how he did both at one at the same time. Did he balance it? Maybe he balanced... I guess he could hold the crack pipe in his mouth. I don't know while, if you guys want to find yeah, this. Maybe that's it. He held the crack pipe in his mouth while lighting it. And then the other hand was free for... There you go. Other things. There you go. He's lighting the crap. It's a man with, who is down to have a good time. Um, if anyone's wanting to find the story, because it was a little confusing, uh, this guy's name's Leslie Bailey, and it was out of San Francisco. Is there a picture of Leslie Bailey? You know, I don't know if there is, because I always, whenever I find the stories, I kind of just copy and paste them. So I have to have a bunch of windows open. Uh, well, here's a picture of some guy named Leslie Bailey that I don't... No, that's not it. Hmm. All right, yeah. We'll see if we can find a picture. Okay. I am curious. Old Leslie Bailey. Oh, Leslie Bailey. You no, know, a guy with that much talent, he should really be applying it in other ways. 
All right, well, that, my friends, is your world of crazy. You keep the links, Keelan. Oh, wow. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link if you'd like to purchase anything from Amazon. It's awesome <laughs> if you did so. What, like fart-suppressing underwear? Yes, yes. Like that. If you'd like to purchase Sarah some fart-suppressing Please underwear. Please don't say it for me. If Sarah were to be purchasing fart-suppressing underwear for herself, oh what my she God, would do you stop is it. go to funemploymentradio.com first, click on the Amazon link, and then that would be that would be all she has to do. And then it takes you straight back to the Amazon link, and it helps out the show, helps out everything involved. Oh, does it? Yes, it does. You know, I'm really excited that the uh, window washer people haven't come by yet. Yeah, they're... Uh... Yeah, it's still out there. Have okay. you ever been in one of those uh, one of those ladder things? No, that looks terrifying. Yeah. So outside, there's one of those big ladder crane things that like, can go up, like, you know, six stories, mm-hmm. and you stand on the top of it. Have you? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I worked at the paper mill, we Why used would to you do tear that? around in them all the time. It's kind of fun. You get up there and you throw things down at people. I mean, that's not what I would do, but, I mean, you could. And there's not really a whole lot. I can't believe you ever had any sort of huge responsibility like that. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, like, kill anybody or yourself. Oh, no. I'm I've, pretty impressed. I had more responsibilities with big machinery there. Oh, yeah. I ran some, some pretty big big machinery. We used to take the giant forklift, like a huge, huge industrial forklift, and uh, we would go out and, s- and set up metal barrels and then run the forklift down as fast as we could go and see how far we could send them flying. So we did that. <laughs> Probably... I think it's past the statute of limitations on that one. You and Kenny. It was fun. Okay. Oh, we'd find all kinds of things to stab the forklift into. Wow. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Oh my gosh, if you want to. No, now that you were, like, you're so set on your costume, I'm just starting to kind of panic about not being able to get mine done in time. Oh. Oh. Really? All you have to do is huff some silver spray paint and you'll be good to go. (laughs) Huff and paint all night long. You all right over there? I'm that's Greg really, Nibbler. That's really creepy about the footsteps in your house. It's weird. I don't know what to say. Ew. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It's a uh, short balls. Viral. It's a potpourri of balls. You know, kind of dances around them a little bit. Dancing balls. A little bit. Uh, but we got this. So the this just came out about the Philadelphia Eagles. And one of their players who had a who had two hundred twenty five thousand dollars stolen from him by one of the parking lot attendants. So there was this guy Robert von Ryan of Philadelphia who was charged. Uh, he was uh, charged with bank fraud, but his job was to watch over the Eagles players' cars while they were you know at practice and while they were um, at games and all that kinds of stuff. You know they have the private parking lot for the players. Mm-hmm. His job was to watch over that. But what he would do is go into each one of the vehicles and then rifle through their stuff and take credit cards. So he took the credit card of this uh, of the player. The player's only identified as TH, so I'm not sure which player that is. Um, oh, it's... Okay, it's been confirmed. The It was an offensive lineman, Todd Harriman's. So he was, uh, he was at the team's hotel in Philadelphia. Okay. While his car was being parked there, and this guy went in, took the credit card, and racked up $225,000 on this player's bank account. Wow. Yeah. So he has been arrested and said charged with bank fraud, but uh, watch out for your stuff. 
shot for your stuff. Watch, watch your shit, yo. Watch your, watch your shit. <laughs> uh, as I said, it's potpourri balls, so. I like it. It's a smattering. Uh, we'll move on to this. Got this story. This is an epic fail by a cable company. So right now, the World Series is I'm sure it isn't a local one, right? It's one that's around here, too. <laughs> uh, this is, but not the one you would think. Okay. So the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and Boston Red Sox are in the World Series. The Red Sox won the first game, which I believe was yesterday. So that, of course, goes to the best of seven. And right now, in parts of Missouri, you will not be able to watch the World Series due to DirecTV. DirecTV is in negotiation with uh, Fox Sports, wh- who is broadcasting the, the World Series. And DirecTV has uh, refused to pay them, so Fox has... Yanked, yanked the uh, yanked the service off of Direct TV. Whoa! So right now in Missouri, where the St. Louis Cardinals are playing in the World Series, they are not able to watch it if they have if they just have Direct TV. <laughs> Bad move. Bad move. That's not going to go over very well. Oh, I wouldn't think they, so. They like their St. Louis Cardinals. So there we go. In St. Louis, right now, if you have Direct TV, you will not be able to watch. And we do have listeners in St. Louis. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. We have we have listeners all over the state of Missouri. 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 See, I was told, I was instructed one time, because I, I know several people from there, that uh, it depends on where you're from, whether you pronounce it Missouri or Missouri. Maybe some of our listeners from there can explain. But I, I was told Missouri is more the country pronunciation. Missouri. Sure Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. No, Missouri. No, Greg. Missouri. No. Yeah. I stick with my country folk. Moving on, ball talk. Uh, in our potpourri smattering of balls. We've got this story. So this comes out of Texas, where a Texas, a Texas high school football coach has been charged with bullying, which is apparently an official charge you can file against someone in the state of Texas. And here's what happened. Now, his team is uh, this, this coach's team is undefeated, and they ended up win- winning their last game 91 to zero against another, another high school football team. That is a pretty big score. So 91 to zero. And one of the the team that lost, which the the team that lost is the Fort Worth Western Hills High School, they accepted it. They were fine. However, one of the fathers of one of the players decided that it was ridiculous that they lost by that much and pressed charges against the opposing coach on his own of bullying. Oh wow! His his kid and the entire team. So this guy, this guy filed these charges against uh, against the coach. The coach's name is Tim Buchanan, and due to the law, they have to they the the district has to follow through with the, the complaint. It has to be investigated, and they have to interview all kinds of people to find out if in fact he was bullying. The thing is, this is a football game, and actually, the coach came out and said the the uh, winning coach. He was like, "Look, I tried. We pulled our team out. We our our starters only played twenty two plays, which is like part of the first quarter." Mm-hmm. And I pulled them all. I put in the backups. What what can I do here? You know, he's he pulled everything. He did everything he could to keep playing the game. Oh, the yeah. rules are there's no mercy rule, so they just have to keep playing. And unfortunately, his backups were that much better than the other team, and they racked up all these points. Now, the coach of the losing team, he said he did not think it was bullying. It's just the other team was that good. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I mean, it's embarrassing to lose 91-0, to but that's life. You move on. So is life. So is life. Sometimes <laughs> you lose pretty bad. And but this uh, this father, the unnamed father, <laughs> pressed charges of bullying. So this kid, whoever this kid is, whose dad did that, 
Oh man, I feel bad for him. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad for that kid. It's gonna be bad for that kid. So, charged uh, charged with bullying. They're investigating now, which pretty much everybody's like, "Yes, yeah, sorry, dude. We got to do this. We have to do this." Investigating Coach Tim Buchanan over high school's hard enough. Charges of bullying. <laughs> I know. Seriously, you're tra- pressing charges of bullying because your kid lost in his football game by too much. It's a football game. Get over it or get better. Maybe your team could just get better. <laughs> it's also another way. Another way you can do that. All right. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Um, in our potpourri of balls. We'll just go to this one. This is, this is our final ball talk story. And it has to do with scandal. Scandal. Erupting in the world of cycling. However, not from the human athletes. What? So here it is. In uh, Belgium... What ha- Belgian Belgian has a pigeon racing federation, and uh, part of this is okay. So it's it's associated with uh, with the cycling. They, they sometimes do this at the same time as the cycling events. That's that's what I guess goes on with it. So they have a a pigeon racing federation that will that will race pigeons, and that's that's what it is. So they'll have uh, birds that will race from one section to another. Wasn't it Mike Tyson that was obsessed with pigeon with racing? pigeon racing? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so. Uh, this Belgian pigeon racing, and I guess they have it's a, it's a huge sport in Belgium, and they they have to submit uh, samples for uh, for drug testing for the for the pigeons, and it's come back now that the Belgian teams have been giving their birds cocaine to help speed up their flight. <laughs> the birds came back testing positive for cocaine. In order to get them to fly more, fly faster. Wow! So, uh, so this is the scandal that's erupting now. It's uh, the Belgian racing has acquired a newfound fame recently with the three hundred ten thousand euro sale to a Chinese gambler of the country's top performing bird, Bolt. So they, this, uh, there's apparently a Chinese gambler who bought one. It's becoming like a big deal, this pigeon racing thing, and of course. They're trying to juice them up. Trying to make them juice heads? So watch out if you are in Belgium. (laughs) Pigeons on cocaine. All over the place. Apparently that's what's going on. It was a potpourri of balls. Second (laughs) loose edition of Ball Talk. Coked up pigeons actually sounds kind of scary. It does sound terrifying. I feel like they're going to fly your eyes. Pigeons. I am not a fan of pigeons. Have you ever seen, like, I'm sure they do it some places in the U.S. too, but like in... uh, in Europe, like Venice especially, they'll have those guys where you they give you you buy bird seed from them and you put it all over yourself. You put it like on your head, Why on your shoulder. Why in God's name would you do that? Seriously, that's what you do. You put it all over yourself. You like sprinkle the bird seed all over yourself, and then you stand out into the courtyard or the it, it's St. Mark's Square or whatever it is, and you hold out your arms and you will get covered with pigeons. The pigeons will flock and stand all over you. And eat the bird seed off of you. Gross! It's one of the most disgusting things I've Why ever seen. Why would you ever do that? People, did you do that? Oh hell no! Fuck oh, that. I thought that you were saying you did that. I'm like, no, that makes I no sense. It. No, okay. no, pigeons are rat birds. Ugh, gross. They no. are. They're sky, all, they're sky rats. That's they're what sky they rats. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna get all kinds of stuff from them. And so that's that's what people do. Though they had people lined up. These dudes just selling bird seed to these fucking idiot tourists that then let these rat birds cover themselves. Oh god! Would you ever do that? No. Okay. And that's my answer. No, I would never do that. All right. 
But I do have something for tomorrow. <coughs> Excuse me. So Sharky's been writing a poem, and I think he might be ready to do it tomorrow. Sharky? Mm-hmm. Sharky's dead. He's not dead. I have him hidden away. Well, he will be dead by tomorrow. No, he will not. No, because I was trying to get it done for today, but I want to I want to make sure it's extra special. Um, so I have it almost... Fin- uh, well, I don't. I mean, he does. Has it almost finished. So tomorrow... I think he has a poem that he wants to dedicate to you, Greg. So your multiple personalities are coming out again. No. 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 Well, it would be just very unfortunate if Sharky didn't make it through till tomorrow. Uh, Very sad time for everyone if Sharky were to go up onto the uh, ladder and be thrown off the roof of the building. But I can pay those window guys (laughs) to do that. T-Sex says Sharky is one of Sarah's horcruxes. I get the reference, and yes, he is. Greg has no idea what that is. What movie is that from? I'm not going to tell you. I do not know the movie that is referenced. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, going up onto the, uh, we'll have the full thing in the archives, but um, for one special for the Fun Employment Radio Network, Lisa Wood with Play Anything, which is a fantastic show because of music licensing, the show can only air live on the stream. However, she did an interview with uh, with a couple of people that we're going to be having put up. And by people, they mean strippers. A couple of strippers. She interviewed. And one of the strippers is uh, that chick who was, uh, if you've been following the news, she was the stripper that made the news because she's been the one that's been like uh, tweeting back and forth with Cory Booker. Yeah. So one of them was. <laughs> and she's from Portland. This stripper is. And Lisa had, a, had an in-depth interview with her and a. Leave it to Lisa Wood to have an in-depth interview with strippers. Yes. God love her. In-depth interview with strippers. So we'll be putting that up just as a special on on the regular website at Mm. funemploymentradio.com, just the interview section, just to give you guys a sample of some of the things that you are missing by not subscribing. So it's $6.99 a month to subscribe. First week is completely free. But for this week only, these interviews will be put up there for free for everyone to download. You just need to go to funemploymentradio.com. It'll be uh, listed right there, and you 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 can hear everything that goes on. Oh, boy. Uh, also, coming up tonight on the network, Guys and Balls will be airing about 7.30 p.m. Fantastic show. They've been having some great guests, actually. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun show. Even if, it, whether you're into sports or not, it's fun. It's a really fun show. And remember really to put like the board show. back, guys. Yes. <laughs> guys and Balls. Don't press the FX button on there. <laughs> Don't do that. Um... All right, we've got tons of stuff tomorrow, too. Oh, uh, we'll be live on the network tomorrow at 10 a.m. with Andy Kindler. Awesome. Right here in studio. So tune in to hear that and the regular show, of course, at noonish. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Look up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.